bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. <laughs> Where's the Jefferson? All right. All right, so uh, what we did last Saturday night, we watched a Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. fight. Um, I guess we can start off with the Nate Robinson-Jake Paul fight. Uh, that that was a snooze fest, if you want to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I think it goes to show that no matter how good of an athlete you are you still have to you still got to like respect other sports you can't just be like oh I'm a good basketball player I can do it anything or whatever just because I'm an athlete no Jake Paul's put in the work for a lot of how many years now trying to be a boxer and it showed that he had way more experience and he's just a way better boxer than Nate was yeah, uh, that is a good point, Luke. But I really didn't know it was legal to watch live murder on television. <laughs> and if you guys didn't watch that fight, it was literal live murder, as Nate Robinson was defi- definition of sleeping on the mat. Sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, um, it was quick. Yeah, right. In my uh, street snap, I go, I go, um. Jake Paul should be arrested for murdering Nate Robinson on live TV. I, I just could not expect that. And I feel bad for him because, like, we obviously wanted Nate Robinson to win so bad. But, yeah, that obviously did not happen. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know if you know, you guys know that BFS podcast with, like, Dave yeah, Portnoy, Dave Portnoy and Josh and, uh, Richardson. Yeah. They were talking today. I watched the one today, and it was uh, Jake Paul came on. He said, next up, he wants McGregor. I was like. Jeez, he's got such a big head. Like that's yeah, I fucking hate Jake Paul. But yeah, he's better he's than what he's better than what everyone more. thought. Um. Okay. So then, in the next fight, we had Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. I think the best part of this fight wasn't even the fighting. It was just Snoop Dogg like talking about how <laughs> all this reminds me of my uncles at the barbecue, just grabbing it out. I mean. And I thought Tyson should have won because all Roy Jones did, like, did was um, hug him. And they are just, like, hugging it out, like, the entire fight. And then they called a draw. And I swear they did that just so then they could fight again and, like, make even more money out of this fight. But, I, I mean, I think I would have gave that win to Tyson easily. Yeah, I feel like Tyson won, but, like, it was only an exhibition game, so like or a match, so like it didn't really like count, I guess you could say. But I think they might have gave it a draw because you th- he thought he thought Mike Tyson had him re- re- early, but he drug it out to the whole match. Roy Jones did, so it was good for him to both of them to be able to do that at how old they are right now. Yeah, well, Tyson basically just whooped his ass. All match, I felt like, like I mean, like obviously in boxing you get points for being the aggressor, like making your opponent approaching them. And once I saw Roy Jones win, like it, it just felt like it was kind of scripted from the start, you know, just like two old head broke guys who all their money after their fame, and they just need some money to get back on their feet, so they just scripted a fight. But like, I mean, they actually were fighting. It's just like I think the end was scripted, which is kind of stupid, but. 
it was entertaining. Right? Yeah, it was entertaining though. I mean, if you looked at Roy Jones, though, I like pointed out, I go, he has tits, and then if you look at Mike Tyson, it, he actually looked like bulky. Like, I mean, his neck was like wider than his head. Like, he, <laughs> I thought he looked good. This Roy Jones' last fight was like 2018, so he didn't like retire long ago. Yeah, and then Mike Tyson's last fight was 15 years ago. Yeah. So, all right. Um, on to other no- news, Russell Westbrook gets traded to the Wizards for John Wall and a first-round pick. I see, like, I'm a Rocket supporter because the Bulls are, like, so bad. I mean, I hate Russell Westbrook with, like, every bone in my body, and I'm happy he's gone because I love John Wall, too. But I think, like, in that – offense it's obviously going to be different than most years um i think like john wall might be a better fit i think they're they're like very similar players where they're um kind of like ball dominant and they're like explosive and like attack the rim guys but um i think matching up john wall with uh demarcus cousins was a huge move i mean you're gonna have good chemistry there and everything yeah i mean if if you look at it like that, but like I don't know if the Rockets really got much better though with getting John Wall rather than Westbrook because as much people hate Westbrook, like, I don't like him either. But he still is a good player. You can't deny that. And John Wall hasn't played in two years. And John Wall's strength is speed. And to it coming off injuries like that, I don't know. Your speed's probably not going to be there. But like I don't know if they got much better than what they already were. Because I think Westbrook's better than John Wall, unless John Wall comes back really, really good. Maybe he fits better, but I don't really know if they got much better, honestly. Yeah, I think I agree with Joey saying how like they're same. They're both like you know slashing downhill point guards. They're both they both want to attack the basket and dish it off. But um, I don't know. I guess we'll look at it like from a Wizards point. The Wizards, you know. They have, I guess they, they drafted Denny Avigi, which I know Joey's a big fan of. Actually, I wanted the, oh, yeah. I wanted the Bulls to draft, but you know they got they'd probably start him at small forward, um, Beal at shooting guard and Russ at point guard. I mean they, I don't know how Rui Hachimura or whatever Hatchmore. is looking pretty damn good too. He's good, yeah. Uh, they got Thomas Bryant as a center. He's a, like up and coming. He's like a good role player at least. But um, yeah. It should be interesting how Westbrook and Beal play because they're both kind of the same guy. Like, obviously, Beal hasn't played with Wall in forever, so he was just used to having the ball in his hands the whole possession and putting up like forty bombs, like it's his job. But it'll be interesting to see how those two mesh. But the Wizards, I mean, I think I I think the Wizards got better, obviously, from it. But giving up John Wall in a first rounder was actually a lot, though, for an inconsistent um, point guard. But at least it'll sell tickets, though. So there you go. Well, like, how I see, like, Russell Westbrook right now is kind of, like, the same way as how Jimmy Butler when he was going team to team. Like, they're one of them players where it's, like, they're right on the verge of, like, being one of them players that can, like, be the guy on the team and, like, carry you places. But I just – I don't feel like Russell Westbrook is, like, the type of person you ri- rely on, like, in the four. I mean, like, Jimmy, you know, can play, like, all 48 and, like, give you everything he's got. Like, I, I don't know. And, I mean, then talking about, like, the Wizards, like, how they're going to look. I mean, it Russell Westbrook's kind of been thrown into a similar situation where the other guard on the team is, like, needs the ball to, you know, get the points he gets, you know, normally every night. 
Um, and then Bradley Beal getting this move, I wouldn't like it anymore because he missed an all-star game last year by averaging 30. And I think with – and that was without John Wall, but with Russell Westbrook now, like, I feel like Bradley Beal is not going to – like, is not going to enjoy as much where he is not able to, like, make the all-star game and, like, show his full potential and, you know, everything like that. Yeah, because Westbrook's definitely going to take that stuff from him. But it's not like it's a, like, bad thing that – like, I'm knocking Westbrook for that, but he's going to take a lot of shots away from Beal. That's just who he is. That's just how he plays, I guess. Yeah. Um, next topic. Um, so we don't, okay. All right. Uh, Warriors play the Nets season opener. Uh, you have Draymond versus KD rivalry coming back. I can't wait to see Kyrie and KD playing together. I mean, hopefully that situation will work out, but I also can't wait to see Curry back in the Warriors. Obviously Thompson's gone, but I think it was a good move by the NBA to have these guys opening the season. Yeah, they open the season and then play Christmas too. I think that's that's awesome having like that. I think they play. Yeah, I think they play Christmas. But yeah, you get KD and backed against the Warriors. I think I'm really excited, like you said, with Curry this year. I love Curry. He's really good, and the league. I it's just like missed him last year, just his shooting and stuff. And I don't know if you guys saw that um, tweet him and Dame were talking about. Pulling from half, like when they play each other, or I don't know if it was when they play each other, but it was like opening the opening day that they're both gonna shoot like a half quarter. I don't know if they're actually gonna do that, but that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I am excited for the NBA to start. Um, it just like obviously it just ended a little bit ago, but just to be able to watch all the teams play and then the new players. I come in for me a Bulls fan who hasn't seen much basketball. Like the Bulls play basketball recently, just because there's they did not make the bubble. If you don't know, because they are not very good at basketball. But it'll be fun to watch basketball again. Um, yeah, that Warriors game, Warriors Nets game should be a really good. I'm I'm a big KD guy. Not really when we went to the Warriors because no one liked them then. But um, like I think I think in my opinion, Kevin Durant's the greatest score to ever live, and hopefully he can come back to that Warriors form that he finished on but yeah it should be really good to start off especially since it's happening in December like it'll give you stuff to watch on weekdays while you have football on the weekends too which will be awesome yeah and I think this um like pandemic was almost like a blessing wow blessing in disguise for the NBA because I mean they've been competing with the NFL for the majority of their season and then granted when they're in the playoffs, I mean, all they have to do is compete with baseball, which, like, isn't as hard anymore. But them moving their schedule to where all they have to compete with is pretty much playoff football, which is only, like, a month and a half. And then the rest of the season, they just compete with baseball. Like, I think that's actually a huge move for the NBA. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I love baseball, but, yeah, as much as – it's just baseball's a lot of games and it's a lot of time. So that's why it doesn't do as well. NBA is just so much more exciting. Um, next on the news, Jack, our Cubs. They first move they make, or whoever the new guy is in the office, he extends Chris Bryant, but then he cuts my man, my favorite player in the league, Kyle Schwarber. Um, it's kind of like a Chicago sports thing where if you get 
what your favorite player's jersey. He just leaves your team within a couple of years. But um, Kyle Schwarber's home runs every 15 games will be <laughs> will be missed. But uh, Chris Bryant, like, I feel like Cubs fans, when they have a player that, like, we, like, grown up watching, like, you kind of, like, have a connection with them, even though they're, like, usually, like, pretty bad players. But, um, I mean, I like Chris Bryant a lot, but I don't think he's really worth extending. Yeah, I don't think um, – I think it's good you got rid of Schwarber. I don't think he's that good at all. No, he's not. I just like it when he goes yard. All he can do is hit a home run, and he doesn't even do that, like, <laughs> at the top of the league. Like, he's not one of the top home run hitters, like, because he doesn't do anything other than the home runs. So, like, I don't know. I, I think it's good you got rid of him. Chris Bryant, too. He had that really good year when they won the World Series, but he hasn't really lived up to that lately. But I mean, he's still real, he's still like one of the better third basemen's, I'd say, probably in the top half of the league for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you in the same boat, Joe. I do have a Schwarber jersey as well, just because he's just a fan favorite. Like, who doesn't like watching someone hit 450 foot bombs? I don't like Schwarber, <laughs> but that man. Well, you're a Twins fan, so. But um, I mean, that man. You watch him play. He's a natural born DH. Like, he he came up playing catcher, and he wasn't terrible, but like he still didn't have the best arm. And now, since the Cubs do have Contreras, who will basically be a staple, hopefully. As catcher for them for a long time, like he had no need playing catcher, so he played outfield a bit, and that just was not very pretty to watch. But now, I guess I think this or just this past year, uh, they had a universal DH for both leagues. But I think this year they're moving back to just a DH for the AL. But that's still like undecided yet. But I think uh, I don't know. I'm not a big Chris Bryant fan, though. Like, I'd rather have signed – like, they signed Bodie for, like, a $5 million a year contract last year, and I'd rather have Bodie and spend it, like, on pitching or, like, a bullpen. But, I mean, yeah, it's all right. Like, he's still a solid, like, 260 hitter. I don't know, 25 bombs and, like, 80 RBIs, 90 RBIs or so. But I, I don't really know how I feel about that. Um, next thing in the news, I just heard about this like half an hour ago, but, uh, so we watched a Steelers game yesterday at B-dubs and, uh, we couldn't hear the announcers cause I mean, when you're in Buffalo Wild Wings, you can barely even hear shit in there. But, uh, Chris Collinsworth, I think I've told you guys before, I hate him with a passion cause he always rips on the Steelers, but he said this take in the booth where he goes, these Pittsburgh fans, they actually know what they're talking about. I had a few questions from some women and they surprisingly knew what they talking about. Well, you know, of course it's 2020. So a bunch of women got offended and started <laughs> freaking out that like he would say that and he ends up sending out an apology. Uh, too bad he didn't get fired over it. Cause I mean, he should have been fired a long time ago, but now he brought his dipshit son onto CBS, whatever it is. So <laughs> I don't know anything to say about that. That's all Joel there. Yeah, I just had to bring this up <laughs> because he deserves to uh, be shit on time and time. So, uh, anyway, next in the news, we got Malik Beasley, uh, your guy. <laughs> he got caught hooking up with um, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. They, they're in the middle of a divorce, and so is Beasley. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's fucked up, I think. 
Yeah, he got in trouble with uh, a lot of stuff earlier, too. Like, I don't know, a couple months ago with, like, an assault rifle, I, th- I want to say. Something like that. He had, like, arm on him. So he's been kind of getting in trouble. Some with the law, some just not, I guess, just being an idiot. But I love Beasley. I think he's a great player. So hopefully all this kind of goes by and he doesn't get too bad of a um, penalty, I guess. Hopefully he, get, he can play like he's good to go this year because we're going to need him. I think he's, he's going to be a starter for us and he's going to be one of our key pieces in the future for sure. Yeah, I don't have too much to say on this story. I'll just let you boys beef that one up. <laughs> All right, so that's enough of the news. Um, so we're going to start off with Week 12 scores. First game, we have uh, the Battle of the Hawks. I mean, Birds, Seahawks, Eagles. Um, Seahawks end up winning only 23-17. to 17. I think, Luke, you had the farm on this game. Yeah, that was and, bullshit. Yeah, the Eagles end up at the end of the game just – throwing just lopping it up in the end zone just for shits and gigs and of course Richard Rodgers comes down with it one-handed Beano snag <laughs> and then then they go for two just because fuck it we're the Eagles and they get it and ruin so many spreads it was the probably the worst bad beat of the week yeah why can you like why go for two it didn't make any sense you already lost like I don't know if they're trying to piss people off more than what the Eagles already do with Wentz and stuff. I think he's so good. But I don't know. Is it time for Hurts to give him a try? I think if you do try him, though, you're kind of sending it like either one, we're going to get, we're kind of giving up. Or if he plays really good, then, oh, well, we tried that. But yeah, other than that, DK had a really good game. He just proves that he's just, he's, I don't want to say boomer bust, but some games he goes off, some games he doesn't do anything. So he's not consistent. Like people I think mean, he's a guy. That's every wide receiver in the league. I feel like. Yeah, for the most part, but I don't know. I people just think he's so damn good, and I don't. He's he's got Russ as a quarterback that helps. I guess that's all I gotta say. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm gonna talk a little bit about the Seahawks in this game. Right, I granted they did win, but 23 to 17 against the Eagles. <laughs> Not a good football team at all. Like, Russ only threw for 230 a touchdown. And Carson back, which everyone thought was going to be a huge boost offense. He only had 41 on the ground and a touchdown. But I remember a couple weeks ago, like, everyone was talking about the NFC West, saying how they're, like, just such a great division. But you look at them this week. Granted, the Seahawks won, but they barely beat the Eagles. The Rams lose to the Niners, which probably should not have happened after they had a great game against uh, Tampa Bay the week before and the Cardinals lose again to the Patriots so this division is starting to kind of be a shit show right now I'm not gonna lie like it's just such an inconsistent like everyone those top three teams are good but they're so inconsistent every weekend week out but grand I mean the Seahawks did what they had to do in this game and pull it out um, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, Jim Schwartz, he coached with the Lions when uh, they had Calvin Johnson. And before the game, when they were in warm-ups, he, he's a defense coordinator for the Eagles right now, I'm pretty sure. He goes up to DK and he goes, hey, I coach Calvin Johnson, but I've, but you're not Calvin Johnson. Well, then DK goes off for 10 receptions, 177. I think, I think that's just kind of badass on DK's part to, you know, just – uh, shove that in his face. And then I saw a stat before the game 
the Eagles were averaging 9.6 inches per play before this game. 9.6 wow. inches per play. I mean, that, I that's the a difference. stat. Next-gen stats don't talk about that shit. <laughs> Next-gen. All right. Um, next game, we had Falcons-Raiders. Um, the Like, wow. The Falcons put a 43 to the Raiders' six. And the Raiders just come off a game where they should have beat Kansas City. But, I mean, they gave Mahomes the ball with, what was it, 70 sec- 75 seconds on the clock? Yeah. And then they come into this. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know, like, how this game happened. But, uh, like, you guys take it away. I'm literally speechless on it. The Falcons are so, um, like, unpredictable. They they do this, but then they'll ab- absolutely lose to someone just horrible. I don't know what it is about them. Yeah, I don't really have much to say either. The Raiders just shit the bed for the most for it was just horrible. The de- Falcons defense actually showed up for once. Yeah, I mean, look at the stats here. Like the Falcons didn't even have like a huge game on offense. It was just like the amount of turnovers um the Raiders had was just insane. I know. Um, I think Carr threw a pick six in this game, and he also had. Yeah, he did throw a pick six, and then he had I think two or three fumbles. I think he had f- three or four turnovers in all, which I'd like to point out was uh, he was my quarterback this week for fantasy, because you know when a decent quarterback like Derek Carr plays a bad defense like the Atlanta Falcons, you expect him to put up more than maybe let's say point six points, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, Derek Carr has to prove to me how he is a terrible quarterback when he's supposed to be good, and then he only puts up .6. But, yeah, he had a rough game. You pretty much know it's a rough game when Nathan, Pe- when Nathan Peterman starts getting snaps in late late game. So, this game was just yeah. shocking to everybody. Uh, Young Hoku, though, congratulations to him. He's a leading scorer in the NFL right now. Uh, I mean, this is an XFL guy. I mean, that boy Young Ho. Um, <laughs> next game, Panthers Vikings. Jeremy Chin takes two fumbles to the house. The Vikings still end up coming back in the fourth quarter. Um, Kirk Cousins, 307, three touchdowns. It's a great game out of him. But, um, the Panthers, I swear, like they hang around with great teams. I think it's almost like every week they we see the Panthers, um, just about beating everybody. Yeah, the uh, Kirk. Kirk Cousins, though, played really well. Like, I don't know what happened to him. He was getting shit on all year for how bad he's playing. But, yeah, he throws for 307, three touchdowns. And the Panthers, I don't know. I don't even know how they got 27. Like, it didn't look like they really lit up the stat sheet at all. But, yeah, Kirk Cousins is really balling right now. And they're actually winning games. So, they could could sneak into that playoffs, which I hate to say it because I hate the Vikings. Yeah, well, um, I guess, like you were saying, Joe, those fumble recoveries for uh, Jeremy Chin and the Panthers, that happened actually on back-to-back plays. So, yeah. it's a strip sack on Cousins. They take it yeah. down, kick off, very next play, a strip sack Cousins. So, no, it was yeah. a fumble, uh, Dalvin Cook. He got hurt oh, on that play. Oh, yes, fumble. yes. But, um, yeah, granted, I mean, the Vikings defense did play well considering – 14 of those 27 points from the Panthers were from their defense. Mm-hmm. So, and like, obviously, Dalvin Cook didn't really have a huge game, only 18 for 61, but 
Yeah, Cousins had a huge game, especially the fact that they didn't have Thielen. So I know uh, Bino's boy had a big game. Uh, Jetta, Justin Jefferson, seven, <laughs> seven for seventy and two. But like, yeah, Cousins had a great time or a great game. He just spread it out all over the field and looked like a NFL quarterback that game actually. Um, next game we got uh, Cardinals Patriots. The Patriots pull out another game against a great team. And this, this Cardinals team, I don't know what's happening to them, but they're kind of falling off the face of the earth right now. Um, uh, Cam Newton, there you go again, 84 yards, absolutely nothing else. I mean, I kind of love that he's backing up my point here this week. Great great game, Cam. Yeah, bad game by Cam, bad game by Kyler. It was kind of a shit show, really. I mean, the Cardinals ran the ball well. They didn't throw. Kyler Murray was horrible. Cam was horrible. It wasn't a great game to watch. I know it was like on every once in a while because we were watching Red Zone and it just it wasn't anything special. And Cardinals were literally right there at the top of that division, and they just I don't know what happened to them. I don't know how the Patriots keep winning these games, but yeah, they're doing it. So Belichick, I guess. Yeah, this game was just. Terrible to watch. Um, Kyler Kyler looked like shit. Cam looked like shit. But, like, if you notice these past couple games when the Cardinals look like the worst they've looked all year is when Kyler, Kyler just hasn't been running. And, like, the key to that team is Kyler running for, what, 70, 80 yards in a touchdown game. And, like, these past two or three games I saw, he has a combined of, like, seven, like, QB scrambles, which he's usually, like, 15 like five QB scrambles a game usually but obviously that shows like Kyler needs his legs to perform through the air too just to keep defenses guessing you know but yeah I don't know how the Patriots won this game I just fucking hate the Patriots I uh totally agree with your Kyler take there and um I remember watching this game with you Jack and we look at each other and we're just like he's just too short I mean I and I hate to say it because Kyler can make just these insane plays but then there's times where he gets balls batted down time to time. And, like, it just plays where if he was a normal-sized quarterback, like, he probably would have made him. And, yeah, I mean, like I said, like, I hate to judge him on his height, but it's almost like kind of have to. And when he's playing like that, it really gets, like, emphasized where if he was taller, he'd just be way more, like, elite quarterback. Yeah, well, like, he's 5'10", Russ is 5'11". I mean, and I'm pretty Russ, sure Kyler's five like, nine. No, but he weighs. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he weighs more. Kyler Murray weighs more than Russell Wilson. He's still shorter. That's they're like Russell Wilson fucks, and he loses. So a lot he's of like an he's like that. an inch. He's like an inch shorter. He just looks so small. I don't know what it is about him, but he's not that much smaller than Russ. Because he's two inches shorter. <laughs> he's one inch shorter. Two. You can look it up. <laughs> all right, all right, next. All right, next game we got uh, the Cleveland Clowns versus Jaguars. Uh, the Browns barely pull it out against Mike Lennon. I guess you, the Bears, should have kept him because dropped two thirty-five and two touchdowns. Of course, James Robinson, another another plus one hundred game with a touchdown. He's absolutely insane. I mean, Nick Chubb, give it to him. He's still doing his thing. One hundred forty-four and a touchdown, like. Then even Landry made an insane play in the end zone. 
But uh, I, I just really don't get how the Browns made this close game, especially when they're at eight and three team now, and the Jags are one and ten. But yeah, Nick Chubb has been on a tear lately. He's lost three games since he got back. He's got one twenty six in a touchdown, one fourteen no touchdowns, and one forty four in a touchdown. So he's rushing for over hundred yards every game since he's been back. And then yeah, good to see Glennon, a former Bear. Turn up. We always love to see that, like, especially when they're not playing for a Bears. Oh, that's yeah, the, not on your team. That usually That's usually what seems to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the Browns, I don't think – the offense at least didn't look terrible. Like, putting, up on this, putting 27 on the Jags is usual for most teams. Like, Baker threw for 248 – or 258 and two. Chubb did a thing. Like, Kareem had a solid game. Landry had a big game. But you definitely would have expected the Browns defense, who's been solid all year, to at least stop the Jags like a few times. They just like couldn't stop them. Like they made Glennon like look pretty good at football, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, James Robinson had a huge game. They couldn't stop that run. But I I imagine the Browns to get uh, back on track here. They play the Titans this week, so that's a huge game. So we'll see how they show up against like a team that has the same record and is just as good or better than them. Uh, next game, I think this was probably the worst game worst on game. paper this week. Uh, the Giants and Bengals, uh, Danny Dimes gets hurt, which really hurts them because especially come down the stretch, they need to win all they can to make the playoffs. And I think, what was it, a hamstring he got? Um, I just don't think without Daniel Jones, they're going to win anything. I mean, they did pull it out in this game with a Joe Burrow-less team. But, like, I I do feel bad for the Giants. Well, and obviously the Bengals, too. But they're, they're both, like, so dependent on their quarterback to win games. And both of them are gone, so. Yeah, and the thing with the hamstring is it's going to linger all year, too, which sucks. But, like, Wayne Gallman really is stepping into that role of running back. Since they lost, um, uh, Barkley, Barkley, forgot his, name. forgot his name for a bit there. Yeah, he's really stepped in the role, played well. He's not not no Saquon, but he's been playing well. And yeah, feel bad for the Giants because they could have won that division. I think if and if Danny Dimes is out for a couple weeks, they don't got a shot. I don't think anymore. Yeah, I think if Danny Dimes is out more than out more than like two weeks the rest of the year, they're Shots at winning the division are basically over just because they are, they were, like Joey said, so reliant on Deion Jones, considering they didn't really have a running game with Saquon out as well. But yeah, it's tough to see for the Giants. Um, their defense played well, which I'm a big, big fan of their defense. And obviously, like, you didn't, you couldn't really expect much from the Bengals this game. Just no Burrow. Just Burrow basically carries that offense with how bad their line is. But yeah, this game was pretty, I mean, it would take a blind man to bet on the Bengals, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, so next game. that I watched this game with my brother, and my brother had uh, Derrick Henry on his fan duel team or whatever it is, DraftKings team, and he's literally just running around the house just going crazy because Derrick Henry, 178 and three touchdowns. If it wasn't for Tyreek Hill, we'd be talking about Derrick Henry way more, I mean, for what he did this week. And the Titans end up kicking the shit out of the Colts after losing to him two weeks ago, 45-26. to 26. And, oh, Jack, 
or no, Luke, you can you can tell Jack about Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> no, King Henry ran all of these guys, and oh my goodness, one seventy eight for three touchdowns. Like you said, like that's that's insane. And AJ Brown's that like little one two punch there with the passing game and running game. But Philip Rivers played good. I mean, two ninety five, two touchdowns, just didn't do enough. I guess you want to say he threw an interception, but the defense, Colts defense, did not show up at all. Supposed to have such a good run game, and they just they got shredded. Yeah, I mean, you can't really blame this on Rivers. Like that defense, the past two weeks, even like just getting annihilated by the Titans, like on uh, like offensively, and then annihilated offensively by the Packers too. I don't know what's happening with I. Like I kind of compared this defense, like the Colts defense, to talk about um, to the Patriots of last year. You know how like the Colts were going insane this year, like to start off the league or to start off like the year. And the same thing with the Patriots defense last year; they were just insane. But like they're playing like the Jets, like when the Dolphins when they're really bad. Like they're just playing all these terrible teams. Granted, like this Colts defense is still like legit and real. I just don't think they are like the best defense in the NFL, like people were saying they were early on in the year. But yeah, this uh, proves, yeah. yeah, I mean, it proves if you can't stop the run, you're not going to beat the Titans because they're just going to run down your throat every play if you can't stop it. Yeah, and talking about their defense, like I agree, like they do have a pretty good defense. But I saw the stat where the Colts are like, I want to say 30th or like 29th in sacks, and they only have 10. When uh, my man T.J. Watt has 11, so I had to tell the Colts fans that I know all about that. You know, just how one guy on the team can just have more sacks than their entire team. But, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a day goes by, right? I don't talk shit to somebody. So, um, next game, we got Chargers-Bills. Um, I don't even really know what happened in this game. It wasn't very, like, eventful at all because it was, like, I think it was first half dominant, kind of. But um, it, Josh Allen didn't really have a good game. Singletary, no. Herbert, 316, a touchdown. But, like, Eckler was mediocre. Well, on the ground anyway. But Yeah, I was just going to say, Herbert play, outplayed Josh Allen this week. But other than that, yeah, nothing really too exciting happened in this game. Other than Herbert just continues the ball out. I mean, he threw 52 passes, though, so maybe that's why he threw 316, but <laughs> that probably helps. Yeah, I guess it was basically just the Chargers passing game against the Bills running the game. And the Bills, surprisingly, like, haven't been a very good rushing football team this year. Just ran it all over. Like, Singletary for 82, Moss for 59, even Allen for 32, so... Basically, like, 170 as a team on the ground. I know Allen only threw for, what, 150? But, yeah, Eckler um, back for the Chargers helps a lot. Like, only 44 on the ground, but 11 for 85 through the air is huge for him. Like he, Big PPR guy. Exactly. It's huge for him. I know, like, Keen Allen. And Keen Allen, I think, had a quiet day. Or I guess he had a touchdown. But uh, now <laughs> since Eckler's back, Allen and Eckler will definitely lead that passing attack. Next game, we had uh, Dolphins versus the Jets. Uh, Fitzpatrick got his team back, puts up 20 on the Jets, and that Dolphins defense, Jack likes to talk about, holds, holds the Jets at three. I mean, can't really ask for more than that. Uh, Sam Darnold gets put back in for uh, Flacco. 
still really mediocre. I mean, I mean, like, below that. But, <laughs> yeah, congratulations, uh, Fitzmagic, I guess, for getting his team back. Well, didn't Tua have COVID, I think? Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, he got oh, hurt. Shit, he got hurt or then. something. He got hurt and then yeah, he was no. sick. I don't, know, I don't know if he had COVID, but he was sick, I'm pretty sure. I just figured so, they kept him benched from last week. No, I don't think so, but, yeah, Fitzpatrick, yeah, I mean, he did what he – he got the chance and he played well with it. I mean, granted, they played the Jets, but, yeah, I'd like to see Frank Gore getting some rushing yards in there, 74 rush yards, though, kind of turning <laughs> up. Love to see – every time he does good, everyone loves that. Yeah, other than that, I had Devontae Parker on my fantasy team. Too bad he didn't get a touchdown in there, but he played really well. Eight catches for 119, but not much to say about this game. Yeah, uh, I guess with you, Luke, being a Parker owner, that's huge that Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick's back. Justin's like, he's just force feeds Parker all the time. And, like, you watch, you see his stat line when Parker play or when Fitzpatrick's throwing the ball, and he's just getting force-fed, like, 100 yards every game. But, I mean, not much to say about this game. The Jets still suck at football. and J-E-T-S, uh, <laughs> baby. Touchdown, Jets. Next game, we have the Saints versus the Broncos. And, wow. I mean, that Hinton quarterback, or, I mean, if you even want to call him a quarterback, threw more interceptions and uh, completions. And then... I would like to say one thing, and it's not going to be very nice. I fucking hate the Saints right now. I have Kamara and Thomas, but the only people they like to get involved in this offense is everybody else but them two. I mean, Hill last week ran in for both touchdowns. Now they have Murray running for both touchdowns and getting all the touches on the ground with 124. Like, I, it's so stressful looking on the red zone. You see the Saints are in the red zone, and then they just give it to one of their backups. Like, And I figured they would have a heyday against Broncos, and I'd rely on Alvin Kamara every week to carry my team, but fuck, of course not. <laughs> I got fucking spanked in fantasy this week. Yeah, I don't think Kamara's had over 15 carries in a game, like, all year. He's just a receiver guy. But, no, like, let's talk about this hinting. You know how fun that would have been to be in that game? Like, I would have been – you have no expectations. You just go out there and just do whatever. He played horrible, but – I mean, I mean – yeah, yeah, the like, reason he played was because they didn't follow – none of them were wearing masks, like um, uh, Drew Locke and all of them. So, once one guy got it, they all got had to sit. So, that just kind of shows that – they did not give a shit about the rules, which is not doesn't look good for any of those quarterbacks. Which kind of sucks because we love Drew Locke, but made him look bad because, and then he had an apology about it. I mean, he's he's too cool for a mask. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. I don't need that. Yeah, he had an apology about it. I think that's just base. super unlucky though that they got it. I mean, they probably didn't even know that they even had it, and like they probably feel comfortable around each other yeah i think they get tested I, every day i think if they would have had their masks though or like they weren't something like that and the one guy got it they wouldn't have been direct contact them because people were just ripping on all those quarterbacks for it yeah yeah i mean i guess given my take on this saints broncos game it was basically like a bye week for the saints that they still had to go out and play a little practice game 
basically, because I mean Hinton, everyone's ripping on Hinton for such a bad game. Like, granted, he doesn't even play quarterback. He's not. He's a wide receiver. Like, he's not even he a quarterback. Even playing NFL. I mean, he's on the practice yeah. squad. He was like doing sales or something when it, he got yeah. the call. Yeah, said a week and a half before he got the call to play. Like, he's doing sales, and then you know, he gets the call like on Friday. Like, hey, you want to play? You're like you're playing quarterback for us, and he's a practice squad wide receiver. So like, he had, obviously, yeah, you can't expect much for people like shitting on him, but. Yeah, this game was pretty boring and basically just a scrimmage, I guess. Yeah, Hinton got no practice reps either, so I don't know what kind of plays they're running. Yeah, they, they probably had them drawn up for him, but a little. Yeah, like before he went out, they're like, you're going to run these in this order. <laughs> probably just game some Madden plays. and let yeah. Them yeah. <laughs> you ever play Madden? We'll run these. Well, I mean, their running backs took more snaps than he did, I'm pretty sure, so it, you know – uh, next game, Niners win again. Again, or no, or is this their first one that they? All right. Well, anyway, they beat, they beat the Rams, Rams twice. They beat the Rams. Like holy shit! Like none of us could have expected that. Um, their running game's back. I mean, well, kinda. <laughs> Debo's back is what it is. And <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, good for the Niners. And okay. Here's what I was going to say about this game. I watched film actually on TikTok, which is like kind of gave me to say, but they had one guy on Darnold almost the entire game and he shut him down. Like I, or Donald, I mean, fuck, I always do that. But like, yeah, got credit to whoever that guy on the 49ers was. Like you shut down the second best player in the league. I mean, if we're going to call him that. So. Yeah, well. The Rams offense, I they're so inconsistent. Like they show up last week, just lit it up. I think it was last week or two weeks ago, something like that. But yeah, Goff is it's the main reason for it. If he doesn't start hot, he can't really ever get going again. Yeah, so the Niners just kinda were all over him all night and or all day and it was just not very good. Not a very good day for the Rams offense. Yeah, this game Kind of came out of the blue. Obviously, um, having Debo back for the Niners is huge for him, which actually gave him like a decent passing attack. They also had Mostert back, which gave him sixteen for forty three, which isn't isn't good. But he at least he got in the end zone. But I mean, they're slowly starting to come back. Like the pieces on the Niners are, and then obviously their defense has always been there. Like they're always pretty baseline solid defense. But uh. I don't know. Like, all the Niners really needed was a few more pieces back to be, like, a decent team again. And, obviously, those guys are back now. So, I don't think they're a terrible team now since they have most of their weapons back. Obviously, besides, like, Garoppolo and Kittle. But, yeah, this whole division is just so even, though. Like, it's hard to tell. Rams kind of blew it. Yeah, they'd be on top of the division if they win this. Like, they're right on top. Now Now they go down again. Um, quick question about the Niners. If they get all their running backs back, George Kittle, Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, I mean, do we compare them to their Super Bowl run last year? I mean, I think the only other person they lost was DeForest Buckner to the Colts, but then they drafted that guy who's just playing out his ass. I forget his name, to be honest, but I know, like, I was looking at rookie rankings the other day, and he's, like, right up there, so... 
Yeah, I think they're up there with them because their defense even got gets better every year as like Bosa gets older. They're gonna get better, and as Garoppolo starts to and Kittle play together more, it's just gonna get better. I think. But like, what do you say? Like, would they be? I mean, that like Super Bowl team, like if everybody's healthy this year. I mean, I mean, they'd be they'd be up there with it. I don't know if they're gonna be. It's hard to tell who's gonna actually go to the Super Bowl, but yeah. No, I don't. I don't really know about this one. Uh, I, I think the I think they'd be a lock to make a playoffs. That's for sure. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. With everybody else, like in the NFC, but obviously, yeah, they'd be definitely be a lock for the playoffs. Because yeah, that that rookie you're talking about, uh, his last name's like Kinlaw, I believe. He went to South Carolina. So you're talking about Joey? That oh yeah, yeah. Tackle from South Carolina. But yeah, he's a great pick for him. But yeah, if you do bring back Bosa, and then like Sherman just came back this week and played his first game for them as well, and he had an interception. So yeah, I would definitely take them to win the division and be like a one or two seed in the NFC. But I don't know; it's hard to tell though. Well, as much as people shit on Grappolo, like he wins games though, so he can't really. He's these guys just wins. I mean, he doesn't put up the stats, but they win. So can't really great hate on him manager. for it. Typical, yeah, and he's, uh, he's, he's great for it. Like, that's what he does. And he... Uh, speaking of old Patriots quarterbacks, we had the Buccaneers-Chiefs game on uh, – or, shit, what was that? Monday or Sunday night? Um, I'm pretty sure it was like a 3.30 game. It was a 3. Oh, okay, yeah. It ended at night. Well, anyway, Tyreek Hill, Jesus Christ. And then, I mean, this game, I thought, like, the entire game, the Chiefs just, like, looked like the better team. Because Patrick Mahomes had the chicken cheese tender biscuit arm just swinging like a baseball around like the whole field. I mean, he's making throws that I'm just like, holy shit. Like this, like his arm talent is absolutely insane. Like, and Tyreek was just getting balls like right in the numbers. And well, still like the Buccaneers, they give it to him for like even making it a close game. Like I know they made a huge push in the fourth quarter, but um yeah, I just saw the Chiefs definitely look like Super Bowl favorites in this game still. Yeah, the thing is, they had a chance to put them away, and they couldn't. But, other, I mean, they still won, and Mahomes threw for over 400 again and three touchdowns like he always does, I guess. And Tyree Kill did his thing. But they played uh, – the other guys played – like the Bucks played well, I thought, for the most part, other than that first quarter. Yeah. Um, I guess I agree with Joey here talking about it. Like you're watching this game and it just feels like the chiefs are just annihilating them. And you look at the score and they're only up like three, which felt weird, but I guess that's granted to like their first, first quarter they had, what did they put up? Yeah. They put set up 17 in the first quarter and they're just going crazy on offense, but I don't know. This, the Buccaneers couldn't find a answer for Tyreek Hill, I guess as most defenses do, or can't find it answer for him, but uh, I don't know. Tom Brady's just not the same Tom Brady. Another two-interception game. Granted, it was 345 and 30 for him, too. But Brady's just doesn't fit the system, I guess. Like, he fit the system in. He threw 345 and three touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, he did throw two picks, so. All right, yeah, that's fair. All right, um... Next game, I don't know if you guys want to take this one away, but that was one of the roughest Sunday nights I've like. It was just you could split the tension in the room with a knife. 
I mean, we it even came to the point of the game where we didn't even watch the game. We were playing that uh, what do you call it, table game? Table game, the table game. <laughs> Which that that was way more entertaining, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you guys take it away. I have a few takes just in case you guys say some delusional shit. So <laughs> the score was worse than what it ended up to be because we scored a bunch at the end of the game, prevent defense. Anytime Trubisky has to throw 46 times, though, in a game is not a good sign. We need to – Montgomery had 11 carries. That just doesn't make any sense. I know we were losing a lot of the game. But in the first half, like, keep running the ball. That's our strength. He had 11 carries for 103 yards, and we just stopped giving him the ball. I know we're losing, but at least run the ball, keep it close. But, yeah, it's just – Rodgers just threw all over us. It was horrible. Yeah, well – I mean, I do agree with you. They should have ran it, but like to keep it close. But they, the offense didn't have no shot at keeping it close. I'm pretty sure the Packers scored on their first four drives. Yeah, just and about. They had, yeah, they literally had 27 points at halftime. Like it was probably the worst I've seen the Bears defense play since they like picked up Cleo Mack, which was, I guess, like two years ago. But I just don't. The Bears are just from going from five and one to five and six. On a, we're on a five game losing streak right now. It's just. People are wanting out of Chicago. Like, it's just a fucking shit show right now, and everybody wants out. Everybody wants out. Like, nobody wants to play anymore. Like, the defense. Like, literally, the announcers were saying that. Like, they're the announcers are just shitting on the Bears. It's just, it's a rough year to be a Chicago fan. That's for sure. Do you remember <laughs> what Tony Dungy said about the Bears? He said something, and it was hilarious. I'm just checking because I forget. No, yeah, I remember what he said. Um. He said the Bears are like kind of like a buffet restaurant because they have ev- <laughs> <laughs> they have stir fry, they have Italian, they have American, they have everything you want. It's just nothing is good. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like whether it's gonna be good or something like that. Like like these buffet restaurants have a bunch of food from all over, but none of it's good, and that's what he's comparing the Bears to. And I just like wanted to punch the TV after I heard that because I already know the Bears are bad. It happened like. After they're down by like thirty, and the only people still watching the second half while they're down by thirty are the diehards, and you and you don't think the diehards already know that the Bears are shit? Like, <laughs> like get get a clue, Tony. Oh my god! Um, all right, so your Montgomery take. Um, to be fair, in one of those eleven attempts, he ran for like half his yards. So I mean. And then, yeah, I mean, Jack kind of backed it up where it's like, well, when you're down 27 to 10 at half, you can't really run back into the game. No, I'm but, saying, uh, though, the first no, half, I, so yeah, keep I it on the you, ground. You like, you, like, said something right back after that. So, um, And then another thing, like, Trubisky, like, yeah, like, on paper kind of looked good. But, I mean, if we're being like, all serious, like. He's not a quarterback that can throw 46 times in a game. Yeah. I mean, and then he threw the ball to the other team. So, um, yeah, that deep ball was nice. All right. Since I went at you guys next game, you guys can come at me for this one. So, Steelers, Ravens, Steelers win 1914 on a Wednesday. Um, I'll let you guys go first. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to say. They, I feel they should have won by more. Because I think we all agree on that. But if they can't get a run game down, and if they can't like if they can't establish a good run game, 
they're not going to be able to beat the Chiefs because to beat the Chiefs, you have to be able to run the ball well so you can stop them from scoring so much. But other than that, yeah, a couple big drops by Deontay Johnson that would have given you some touchdowns. But, like, you basically shut down RG3 for pa- in the passing game. McSorley was their leading passer, and he played five minutes. <laughs> I mean, if you guys don't get some guys back from injury, I don't – something's got to change. You guys got to fix something. I don't think the Steelers are going to do much in the playoffs if they don't fix something. Yeah, well, especially after watching this game, like – I don't think anybody besides Steelers fans believe the Steelers are eleven and zero football team. Like, I don't think, like, exact, like, same thing. Like, with like talking about the best team in the AFC. Like, do you really think anybody besides the Steelers fan thinks the Steelers are the best team in the AFC? Like, no, they looked dog shit again, but they won. So, I mean, they played the worst offense they played that they've played all year. Um, they just couldn't score in the red zone. Like, they got to the red zone a lot in the first half. It's just they had intercepted field goal, field goal, and I don't know. It was just a shit show. I don't think the Steelers are that good, to be honest with you. Like, an 11-0 football team, but that's just my All right. On it. You guys ready for this? Yeah. We're not going to cap at all, all right? So, I'm agreeing with you. We're not an 11-0 football team. Um, like Luke said, we probably should have won this game by more. I mean, there's just so many opportunities where it's just like, how did that even happen? But in this year, if we talk about literally any team, you can talk about, okay, let's say the Saints or the Chiefs had our schedule. I think, I mean, it shows like in our farm games about how great teams are just like playing down to their competition. I mean, I get... The Chiefs, all right, they're at, what are they, 9-1 now, 8-1? They had a close game against the Raiders. They had a close game against a uh, – they had two against the Raiders. Then they had a close game in overtime against the Chargers. Then um, they had, all right, Tampa Bay, that's reasonable. Then they had a close game against Carolina. They only won by two against Carolina. And then we have the Saints. <laughs> Here, I, I'm just going to rattle some shit off right now. Um they almost lost to Detroit. They almost lost to L.A. They almost lost to Carolina, Chicago, and that Denver. Or no, not Denver. They fucking kicked Denver's out. But, I mean, we're – I think every good team this year is not playing up to their expectations. But since the Steelers are 11-0, and people are just shitting on the Steelers like they're just, like, terrible. I mean, like, not even worth considering, like, as a legit, like, team. And then, I mean, that that's just how I'm going to back up the Steelers. And I didn't really – I don't think I really capped that much in there. But um, another thing I got to say is losing Bud Dupree is going to be huge for this defense. I mean, losing Bush in the first place, I mean, that's that's two of our, like, top five, top six players off our defense just gone for the rest of the year. And especially for Dupree, it's a contract year. Um I, I hope he ends up coming back to the way he was, but, you know, ACL's work. And... Well, Joey, but <clears throat> the thing is, though, the Steelers are undefeated. That's why they're saying it. And you said I know, the Saints that's what I said. Like, if, the Saints if the haven't Chiefs looked good. Undefeated, and I feel like people, the Chiefs, I don't know. The Chiefs have a loss, and the Saints lost three games. That's why they're not saying, oh, well, they shouldn't be that good. They actually have lost. Like, yeah, but like they're not. So, yeah, 
but I just think it's unfair. That's why they're. Uh, that's why the Steelers are getting all the heat. Yeah, I mean that's just. I'm just saying it's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Jack, you got anything to say about what I just said? No, I basically said what I the first time. <laughs> all right, let's get into week thirteen picks. Um. Sunday, new games. Alrighty, so we got Lions, Bears. Bears are favored by three points. I'm taking Bears. As am I. Let's go Bears. Trubisky's looking better. The offense is looking better with him. And Lions are all sorts of hurt. Yeah, you know what, boys? I'm juiced for this game. Like, haven't been excited to watch a Bears game in a while. Because you know what? Cause the Bears are going to win. And that's why I'm going to bet the farm on the Bears here. No Danny Shelton, no Desmond Trufant, Kelly, Kenny Galladay still out. But was considering starting Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback for fantasy. Like, that's how you know it's going to be a good that's play for Chicago. I'm going to take the Bears by three. I'm putting the farm on them. <laughs> all righty. <laughs> Jack's taking the – all right. That, I'm just going to say it is kind of ballsy. But uh, on against Stanford, too. But all right. Next He's game, got no weapons. Bengals Dolphins. Bengals Dolphins. Um, Dolphins, 11 and a half spread. And now get ready for these spreads. We're about to rattle off like the rest of the week. And it's just hard to like take anybody because these spreads are so wide. But I still feel like I have to go Dolphins here with no Burrow. I think Bengals will cover this game. 11 and a half is a lot to, to win by. Yep. Um. I mean, if Fitzpatrick plays, I think the Dolphins will cover. But if Tua plays, I don't think they will cover. Just because Tua is more of a systematic quarterback and they spread <laughs> it out. So far, I mean, so far, Tua is a systematic quarterback. But as of right now, Fitzpatrick's supposed to play. God, they're going by, kind of by 12, though. Nah, fuck it. I'm taking the Dolphins. Um. Yeah, and one thing I just kind of want to bring up about this game is that, I mean, Dolphins defense, Jack, like, I feel like they could hold this injured, like, Bengals team to, I mean, without Mixon and Burrow, I mean, what do you, really do you have? Yeah. And you got Tyler Boyd. Half, like, I could definitely see the Dolphins, I mean, pulling out of 13. I mean, that's why I just picked the Dolphins here. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if the Bengals don't see double, double digits in this game. Yeah. Um, Next game, Saints, Falcons. I've Hill still got to be in, right? I mean, yeah, he's still playing. Back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Falcons are favored by three. Saints are really like seeing the Falcons what they did last week to a good Raiders team is really hard to like bet against them. But I also feel like the Saints are just rolling over teams right now, even though like they're not the best of teams. But um, I think the Saints will figure out a way to like beat this Falcons defense and just put up points. Uh, I'm going to go Saints, but I don't think they'll win by a lot more than three. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints as well. I'm pretty sure they just played the Falcons a couple weeks ago when it was Hill's first start, and they still beat them by like four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Like that. And I, I think just the Saints have Falcons. Not, like the, the the Saints have everyone's number who's in their division. I feel like they always find a way to like steamroll their divisional opponents. So I'm going to take the Saints. I think the Saints are so good on defense this year. Like, oh, yeah. they're so underrated. No one talks about it. Yeah, I, I think they'll do just fine enough. I mean, against the Falcons, even though like they have a ton of weapons to 
like I think Saints offense will easily be able to outscore him. So, um, I I'm actually gonna bet the farm on this because I mean it's one of the lowest spreads we got this week and every other game just crazy. So, um, next we have the Raiders versus the Jets. I mean the Raiders are coming off a bad game. It's a nine point spread. The Jets don't look good with Darnold. I don't think they looked any better with him than uh, Flacco. Um, I think I still got to go Raiders here, though. I mean, yeah, I'm taking anyone that plays the Jets, so I'm going up the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders as well. I mean, I think the Jets actually look worse with Darnold as quarterback. Like, Flacco was actually putting them in close games. The offense is moving the ball, and I just don't think that's going to be very existent against the Raiders. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Jets. I mean, not fuck, not the Jets. I'm gonna take the Raiders. And um, the Raiders. This is like this is kind of a game like they need to win because you know they obviously need that wild card playoff spot. They're not getting the Chiefs, and um, I think after getting just embarrassed last week to a Falcons team. They got to come out and just unload on the Jets. Big fantasy night out of Aguilar, hopefully. <laughs> That's a boy. Um, next game, we have the Jags versus the Vikings, 10 and a half. Um, I think this is going to be two teams who are really good at running the ball, but seeing uh, Kirk Cousins get NFC Player of the Week, I believe, Um I mean, I think this is going to be tough. A ten and a half spread, just because the Jags' running game is. I mean, and then Glennon even had a great game. Uh, and I guess the Vikings do play down to their competition every week. I might take the Jags here. Don't no shit. Or no, Thielen's back. Uh, fuck it. I'll stick with my word. I'm going to go Vikings just because Kirk's been playing so well and Devin Cook so good and Thielen's back. Jefferson, all of them are playing really well. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna agree with you here, Joey. I'm gonna go Jags as well. I think just having to win by eleven or more is like too much for the Vikings to handle. And like, even like if the game's like twenty-seven seventeen, obviously the Jags still cover. So I'm gonna take Jags. Next game, we have Browns Titans. Titans favored by five and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go Titans here, but. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to take the Browns because I feel like it'll be like a running type of game, and it'll be literally Derrick Henry versus Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I mean, I think I think it could be a really tight game, and I guess that's what I'm banking on, taking the Browns here. Yeah, I think it's going to be close, but I think Titans are going to kind of pull away end of the game towards the end, and with Derrick Henry, I don't think, I think he's just too much. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Browns here. I think yeah, like Joey said, it's gonna be a slow game, a lot of running, um, not many big plays. I guess obviously the Titans have AJ Brown as their big play factor, but I mean not the Browns, but the Titans. Um, but I do think I do think the Titans will win, but I think the Browns will cover the five and a half spread. Next game, we got Colts-Texans. Um, the Texans do look really good lately. Uh, you guys remind me about Will Fuller being out. Um, I think, like, the Colts, they're right there with the Titans for taking that division. And I think every – yeah, I mean, every game just counts for these guys. I think the Colts have to beat this Texans team. Yeah, I'm with Colts. you. 
I'm gonna take the Colts too because sucks for Fuller. Like he didn't even know about the drug thing. Like he thought the guy that was like that he was doing it with the medical guy or whatever. He said it was legal by the NFL, but apparently it wasn't. So it sucks for him. But I don't know Colts. Yeah, I'm gonna take Indy as well here. I just think I don't know. I just think they're mediocre offense and their pretty good defense will be enough to beat the Texans here. Next game, we got divisional game, Rams versus Cardinals. And what's weird to think is even though the Cardinals have been playing like pretty poorly lately, they're still one game away from the Rams. Um, the Cardinals are – or no, the Rams are favored by three. Um, I think Darnold is going to get to Kyler again, I think, in the first game. Like, that was a huge problem. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take the Rams here. I think Cardinals are going to figure it out this week. And, I mean, both teams are coming off bad losses, but I think Cardinals are going to figure it out, and they're covering this. I think they're going to win, but at least cover. Uh, I'm going to go with Joe here again. I'm going to go Rams. I just think that defense is too much right now for a struggling Cardinals offense, and then the offense will do enough to cover that three-point spread. So I'm going to take the Rams. Well, I mean, and we got a huge, like, battle against Ramsey and D-Hop this week. I yeah. think Ramsey had D-Hop's number, right, earlier this year. Yeah, I think like, Christian I think Kirk held him. went off that game, though. Yeah, Who did? Kirk. Yeah, Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk went off that game. Yep. Um, but still, I mean, I think if you can get to Kyler, shut down D-Hop, I really – I don't think I, – yeah, I mean, I got to take the Rams here. Um Next game, Giants-Seahawks. Seahawks favored by 10. I'm still going to go Seahawks here. I know the Giants defense has been looking really good. I think they're third in sacks right now. And then James Bradbury, their corner, is looking, like, really well. But I have no clue who the Giants quarterback even is. And then I'm not a big fan of Wayne Galvin or, like, I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. So, I, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks here. I'm also going to go Seahawks. Just because I just, they're just a lot better team. Yeah, I believe uh, Colt McCoy is going to get the start this week for the. Oh, we love to see that. Horns down. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the horns. Fuck the Giants. Seahawks by 40. <laughs> uh, enough said from Jack. Uh, next game Eagles Packers. Packers favored by eight and a half. Um, I would imagine the Packers would cover this spread, but the Eagles. Of course, they covered against Seahawks last week. I think the Packers are way too hot right now. There's no way the Eagles can stop this offense, and I don't think they can perform well against any defensive league, so I'm going to take Packers 8.5. Yeah, I think the Packers are just too much to the Eagles. Eagles are a horrible football team, so I'm going Packers. Yeah, I'm going to go Packers as well here. Um, I just think, like, like you said, like the Eagles offense isn't just can't score on anybody in the Packers as you have a reputation of kind of playing down look down to the competition. I think they'll just come out and elevate the Eagles. Um, next game we have uh Pickham here. So it's either it's between the Patriots and Chargers. There's no spread. I absolutely hate the Patriots, but I think I saw the stat where Bill Belichick's only lost to a rookie quarterback like once in his entire career. Um, 
I think the Patriots, like, it's – it could be easily one of them games that they look like shit in, or it could be one where they, you know, pull it out. Um, I'm going to go Pats here, but hopefully Herbert lights it up. Oh, yeah. See, Belichick lost to one rookie quarterback, but who was his quarterback? So, I mean, now he's got camp. I'm going Chargers. Herbert's going 300 yards again. Like basically saying Cam shit is the reason they're gonna lose Luke. He's not as good as Brady, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm I'm gonna take Luke's word for it in saying how Cam Newton is bad at football. So I'm gonna take. No, he's not. I'm gonna take the Chargers. Putting words in my mouth. All right, quarterback matchup of the year: uh, Drew Lock versus uh, Patrick Mahomes on Sunday night. Um. There's a 14-point spread favoring the Chiefs, and I'm kind of, like, torn because I would love to see Drew Locke come off a nice bye week all good and rested, just light up to these defense. But, I mean, 14 points is a lot to cover. Um, but I think Patrick Mahomes, under the lights, he – I would, I think they have to cover here. But, fuck it, I'll take Broncos. You know what, Joe? I really like that pick because Drew Locke has a lot to prove that he goes, you know what? Everyone hates me right now in Denver for doing what I did. He goes, I'm going to prove to them that I am a franchise quarterback. I am a top five quarterback in this league, and he's going to cover this game. He might not win, but yeah, he's still going yeah. to prove that. Like, you know what? I'm here. I can keep it close to the Chiefs. Yeah, he's one of the boys. He's going to cover for us. Yeah, he's yes, sir. definitely not going to cover. Um, <laughs> sun, sun, 14's a lot. Sun, Sunday, that's two touchdowns. They'll score that in two plays. But Sunday, pri- <laughs> Sunday prime time, here, uh, like the Chiefs, Chiefs are going to be ready to go. Like they won't play down. They won't play like it's a noon game. Like they're going to be fired up. It's under the lights. So I'm going to take Chiefs. Chiefs only done that three times this year. That's fine. Um, Make it four. Next game. Next game is a Monday afternoon game, and I'm really getting sick and tired of this shit where they're putting Steelers, like, just in random fucking games. But I've had about, like, nine DMs and 20 Snapchats saying that the Washington football team is going to either beat us or keep us really close. And I think Washington, they do, they do like, match up against with us, like, decently on defense. But then their offensive side of the ball, I think they rely on the running game really heavy, and the Steelers' running game is running defense is very good. Um, eight and a half spread. I'm going to agree with people where I could easily see us being a close game, but um, I'm still going to take my Steelers. Uh, my brother told me to take this as the farm game. <laughs> but I said no. I think that Washington's going to cover, though, because in order to beat the Steelers, you got to get to the quarterback, and no one's really done that. But they got the guys to get to the quarterback and enough to keep them from just throwing it around all day. And you can't run. I mean, Steelers, you can't run the ball. So I'm going to think – I think Washington's going to cover. Yeah, I agree with you, Luke. I do think the Steelers will win, but I think Washington does match up with them well. They have – top three I'm pretty sure pass defense in the NFL and the Steelers the only way they're right now they're moving the ball is passing the ball so I think that matches up well but I just think yeah their offense isn't good enough to put up points against that Steelers do you so I'm gonna take Washington to cover but I think Steelers will win yeah I'm like I I'm not gonna be like stupid here like I 
your guys' points like make absolute sense. But uh, I think Benny Snell actually looked really good last week. But I guarantee they keep sticking with Connor. Um, big thing is though, we're gonna be getting offensive linemen back. So um, hopefully, like that pass rush from Washington isn't like as lethal as it like could be. Um, next next game that same Monday at nighttime, we have the Bills versus the Niners, and this is also a pick'em game, which is really kind of hard to believe that a three team is like a pick'em with a five and six team. 49ers, I give it to them. They did. I've been looking like really well, but I'm going to take the Bills here. Yep, farm game right here. Let's go Bills. Let's give me. Let's give me a farm back, please. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills as well here. Um, they've just been looking really hot as of recent. I, the 49ers do look better, but I just think the Bills will be too much for them. All right, so. Third. Oh, shit. Yeah. We got a Tuesday yeah, game. Yeah. Of course we do, because the Ravens are fucking idiots. All right, so we have Cowboys against Ravens. Minus seven and a half to the Ravens. Um, I pray to God that Cowboys keep this close, so then the Steelers win looks a little bit better. Or, or no, it would look even worse. Shit. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going Ravens here. Um. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, Ravens got all their guys back. I think they'll kind of handle these guys pretty well because our defense, Cowboys aren't going to do shit on offense. Well, I mean, it was a bye week for the Ravens' whole entire team. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I kind of want to take the Cowboys here, but I assume Lamar will be back, and the Ravens just make their bread off running the ball, and the Cowboys can't stop the run to save their lives. So I'm going to take the Ravens, I think. And that concludes um, week 13 picks. Uh, now we're going to hop into a draft. I'm really kind of excited for this. This is uh greatest sports movies of all time. We're going to start off the first pick with Luke and then Jack and then me, if I'm correct there in the order. I don't know. I knew I was one or three. I didn't know which one. So, Yeah, I think I'm you, second. You... All right. Okay. Luke, first pick. Uh, I'm going to go remember the Titans. I absolutely, absolutely love that movie. All right. Um, you know, a movie like this can't really pass up on the board. I'm going to go Rocky here, and then the Rocky movie I'm going to pick is Rocky Four, which is Good when pick. he goes over to Russia and beats Drago. So, I mean, it's an instant classic movie. You can't really go wrong with a Rocky movie. Um. Yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, my dad, like, raised me on the movies, and I remember, like, watching them with my brother, and, like, we just, like, throw down afterwards because that movie just gets you going. Um, I think last time I had the turn, like, I was getting all horny about how I thought I won it. Yeah, then you um, lost. I do, like, my next – I do <laughs> – no, I won. Because uh, you go – I beat you. You go, Joey, you did back of your points, like, really well, so then you picked me. I no. remember that week. I didn't Luke, pick you. No, I all right. Luke we'll, we'll me me picked me. I didn't pick you. I know I got picked twice. You got picked once by me. I didn't pick you. Well, we'll run back. Wait, wait, wait. What was happened. it? What was it? It was the biggest crybabies, and I won it because I had OBJ and Bryce Harper. Yeah. I, oh shit. I That's know. okay. Yeah, you might be. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, I said I just hate Bryce Harper, yeah. and yeah. All right. Whatever. That draft. That draft's done. 
So I'm going to take the Sandlot. It's classic. Um, yep. I think it's like super relatable. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. What was I going to say? You play ball like a girl. Like, that's great. Everybody's said that like thousands of times in like Little League. <laughs> um, then after that, I'm going to take Space Jam. Oh, that's tough. I don't like that. You don't like it? No. Wow. You don't like chocolate either, so. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Weird childhood. All right. Uh, looks like it's back to me here. I'm going to go with an instant classic. Like, it's hard not to like this movie. I'm going to go dodgeball here. Peter LeFleur. <laughs> I mean, if if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. So. <laughs> So I, got the, I got the turn. Yep. I'm going to go Major League. Is that the movie with the Indians? Yeah. All right. Yep. yep. And then Miracle. Wow, See, Miracle, I love that movie so much, but I figured you guys like didn't watch it because you guys don't enjoy hockey as much as That's I do. That's a great movie. But, um, I, lo- I know I love that movie. It's I love the speech. I did that speech. Oh, yeah. little fun fact. Seventh grade. Or eighth grade, they had to pick a speech to do, and I picked that one. The one he is in the locker room. Um, Tebow one, or that might not have happened. I don't yet. know if it was like a thing. I don't know. All right, <laughs> it looks like it's back to me here. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go another instant classic here. I'm gonna go Rudy. I mean, it's hard not not to like the movie. Oh, Rudy. I didn't even have that on my list. Great, biggest underdog story of all time. I mean, the fact that. No offense to all Notre Dame fans. He was offsides, if you check the I film. I hate Notre Dame. I'm I'm just fucking He probably wasn't offsides, but I say that to Notre Dame fans. But, uh, yeah, great movie. Just gives you some goosebumps at the end when he gets a sack. But I'm going to go Rudy as my third pick. Um, I got the turn here again. I'm going to go... Ooh. I'm going to go... The Longest Yard, so funny. I mean, that, that, great, I mean, great movie. <laughs> um, then next, I'm going to take Happy Gilmore, another Adam Sandler classic, very funny. Those are my two picks. All right, well, I think I'm going to stay with the Adam Sandler here. I'm going to go Waterboy here. Um. I mean, Bobby Boucher. Yeah, I was big on that movie. Oh my god, I've if I had a dollar for every time I've seen that movie, I probably have like two hundred bucks right now. But like, it was just one of those movies as a kid that was always in your mom's van, like the only movie in your mom's <laughs> van. So oh, when you go on a road trip, and you open it up, you'd watch that. Like, oh, so that movie yeah. just never gets old. Yeah, you know? I'm not gonna pick this, but I know you're talking. I know you. Well, you're, I know you know what I'm thinking here. I'm not oh, yeah. gonna pick it, but. I'll tell it after this, but yeah, last this is my last pick. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bad News Bears. Great that pick. movie is hilarious. Chico I, Bonds. Great fucking, pick. I have a jersey, a Chico Bale Bonds jersey. All right, yeah, um, wraps it up. Yeah, Luke, you got there. Yeah, Luke, say what uh, you were gonna say, Jack. Oh, Jack, um, Kickin's Experiment. Oh, I completely forgot about that. So did I. Yeah, you guys you always said, talk about that. Until you, like, said, Jack does. Jack, oh. until you said it's always in your mom's van. I'm like, 
holy shit, that was, we only watched that movie and like Over the Heads. Like those are the only two movies we ever watched. And like oh, the I mean, Over I the Heads seen, is a cult classic. I haven't seen Kick and Scream. The Wild, Kick and Scream, and Over the Heads are the only three movies we watched anywhere we went. So like I was like, holy shit, how did I forget about that movie? Yeah. I was thinking about going with a sleeper pick with D3 Football's Finest too. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that would have been a killer pick. That I didn't know. And, and, that probably would have ended it. I know Luke's would have seen. I know Luke's seen it before. I didn't know Joey's seen it before though. Like I was just. Oh, it's so. It's a lot of the movies I said I had like really late. I don't know why in my numbers. All right. Shit, we should. Yeah, run down your. Uh, okay. Picks, Luke. I had Miracle, Bad News Bears, Major League, and Remember the Titans. All right. I had Rocky Four, Rudy, Waterboy, and Dodgeball. I had Sandlot. Space Jam, The Longest Yard, and Happy Gilmore. Uh, I'll go first. I think, I think Joe, because I've never seen uh, Rocky. Well, wow. it's kind of embarrassing, but that is tough. Jack. Wow. <laughs> and I don't know what your other ones like. Rudy, I just never really been a fan of because I absolutely hate Notre Dame. You cannot, you can't not like Rudy though. I've liked, I like a lot of movies better than that movie, so. I don't know, and I've never seen Rocky, so it kind of it sucks, Jack. But like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go Joey here too. Just um, the one through four is all like just like the one through four all could be in the goat category for movies. So I'm gonna go Joe as well, which basically locks it up here for him. And I'm gonna go with this pick just because, like, literally how my dad raised me, um, because. <laughs> He has a Notre Dame sweatshirt. I don't. I think Notre Dame's like his second favorite college. So like Rudy was a classic, and then Rocky, obviously, like what I said before, that movie was always on in my house. Like when it was on TV. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Jack here. Yeah, I haven't even seen a lot of those movies you guys said because the movies I watched were like a lot of movies you guys said I had late in mind. I don't know why, but well, it's kind of ironic because. You didn't get one vote, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, listen to some of these. You guys probably haven't seen some of them. Yeah. Right, so. I had a few other classics. So I had like I had Hoosiers up there, which Hoosiers is a classic. Yeah, I got Hoosiers. Uh, yeah, The Blind Side, which is a great movie. I got yeah. Friday Night. I got Friday Night Lights of like the Perman yeah. football team. Uh, Karate Kid. If that's a sports movie. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna put that one. But and I then I also have forty. Like I also have forty two, which is the Jackie Robinson movie. I when that movie came out, it was the day after. I went to it twice in the same day, like uh, yeah. Like, I think I went. Just... I, I think I went to it like Saturday and Sunday, the first weekend it came out. Like it was, and like everyone was in love with it. Well, like we were pretty young too when it came out, and like just to see, like, learn like that much about like how yeah shit was back then. Like I remember, uh, you remember like the lead off scene, you know, like where he's like, I don't know, like. If you just remember, like, when he was leading off first base and ready to steal, and he's, like, trying to get the pitcher to throw at him, you know? Like, yeah, I remember playing, off. like, backyard baseball and, like, copying that. Well, even though, like, I was obviously, like, a slow kid. but <laughs> <laughs> No, see, had I had a lot. My next, like, four were, like, he got game. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Yeah, I didn't fi- – I figured you guys haven't seen it because a lot um, of people didn't. But I – I that would have been I had, the one I picked. Yeah, I had Moneyball. I love that one because it yeah. takes you through like being like a GM and stuff. Um, white men can't jump. 
don't know if you ever seen that one. Oh yeah. And then the little giants was up there. I love that one. Oh, I haven't seen the little, little giants. Yeah, little giants. Movie. I was I was gonna go with that. I had a bunch of other ones, but like, probably would have won it for me. Um, with you two living in Dyersville, I was about to pull this one out, and like literally, this is like the only credibility that Iowa has, like ever. And it's Field of Dreams. Um, I can't believe it didn't get picked. I know if Bino was here, that'd be the number one off the board. It's oh, a good movie, but, but um, I don't know. I just I watched it like in class this year, like senior year, and it's actually a way better movie when you watch it and like actually understand like the story of it and everything. Yeah. And then obviously, like they're gonna have a game here in Dy- or you know in Dyersville this summer. So, well, hopefully. Um, another movie I went was looking at was Semi Pro. Yeah, that's a good um, one. It's another comedy. I just love that last scene or whatever when they invent the alley. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was great. Um, you guys want to talk about our draft a little bit from yesterday? All right. We, we, a little background. We just randomly started a NBA fantasy basketball league. And all it pretty much was was people picking their favorite players and people just shit talking. So I mean, yeah, Logan Logan came home. He goes Bertrands today because you don't really know the Bertrands, but Jack does like really well. And he goes, they were talking all day about, oh, this is what I'm taking next year. He's like, I can't wait to get him next year. I'm like, so that's just what they are. Is like they're just dumb like that. They're taking the weirdest people too. Yeah, I think Lamelo Ball went in like the fifth yeah. round. Yeah, B- Bino's wrong. taking his Lob City team. Yeah, I remember Bino yeah. took everybody that was either on the Clippers or has been on the Clippers on that. <laughs> yeah, he took JJ Redick in like the seventh round. Or yeah, shit. and I'm like, no, Jamal Crawford. He goes, yeah, that was a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure he took <laughs> Lou Will in like the fourth round. He took Lou Will really early. Logan's whole team is like under 25 years old. Oh yeah, he's got a good yeah, squad. Yeah, he goes. Though. He's listing off all of them. He goes. I only took guys that I like too. Like, I, if I didn't like them, I wasn't taking them. You give me Denny though. Oh my god. Yeah, and you, so gave me, you gave me. You gave me Beasley. Though. You gave me what? Beasley. Yeah, and watch Beasley like get suspended and then get his role taken by Edwards and like and with. Uh, Russell there being full time, like that's just a bunch more points. He averaged eighteen a game or twenty a game for us last year. No, that's With fine. But then you got Edwards and then Russell full time. I don't know, but just watch Denny average twenty. Also. Yeah, when he has Russ with him now. No, oh, well he would on the Bulls. Then. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Alrighty, Jack, you got any last takes? Uh no, not really. Um, big game for the clones tomorrow for football. Uh, we don't really need to talk about the basketball game they played last night, but yeah, um, <laughs> you know, they weren't even projected to win. I don't think, but uh, uh, big game. The clones win. I'm pretty sure they are. If they have 99 percent chance of clinching, but the clones win. They're in the Big Twelve championship game, so it looks like we'll see you in Dallas in a few weeks. Uh, they they do one thing good in this point. They get all horned up about it. Says an Iowa fan, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm sorry I didn't bring this up earlier, but I just totally forgot. Um, what was the deal with Matt Nagy and calling out your team for not having any self pride? And uh, basically, because they gave up going in the second half. Yep. Yeah. I 
basically just hoping you would admit that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not delusional. I know the Bears suck, but, you know, r- r- ride or die, baby. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, if I'm being fair, uh, Jack is less delusional than Luke, but I think it's because Luke has the most delusional person in the world as his brother, so. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Alrighty, well, that was two words, one clone. Um, I think we'll probably record next Wednesday, chances are. 